This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. You're listening to the Paranormal Pursuit, hosted by Bobsy from 99.7 The Mix and Larry Wilson from the Urban Paranormal Investigation. You're not alone. We are not alone. The Paranormal Pursuit will keep you company. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. It's Bonzi Larry Wilson uh, back at with another Paranormal Pursuit podcast. This is season two, episode number three. Farrar Elementary School in Iowa. And you're going to be entertained. And you are definitely not alone when you go to this place. I'll tell you that <laughs> right now. Would you agree with those two statements, Larry oh, Wilson? Absolutely. I mean, it's like school's still in session there, you know? Yeah, you're right. And you're right. A few other things uh, thrown in. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, guys, this is going to be a big one. This is going to be a lot of uh, audio evidence, EVP evidence to listen to. This will be a fun one. If you would like to share this with your friends... Because I think Larry also will agree that with the Farrar Elementary School, when you go into your talks and your discussions, and even when you wrote your books, uh, you, you still always go back to Farrar. Yeah. When when people have like this this doubt in their mind or this skepticism, or they're like, "Well, you can explain that. You can explain that. You can explain that." Then you play them the clips from Farrar. Yeah. And it's it's unexplainable. You can't explain it because. Uh, I mean, we've gone to so many places now, and we've had activity, but and we've had some aha moments. But you talk about the most convincing moment that there's something else out there that's intelligent was what happened at for our school. Yeah, the intelligence is a big key of what you just said. The word yeah. you used, man, it, it, because I mean, it's, you'll hear we've we've got over 15 clips from this this location, and we had some aha moments while we were there. We did. You know, and um, some 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 moments where we had a little fun with each other too. You know, where I where I scared Sarah a little yeah. bit. You know, but this was a good trip. And this is again, this is one that I, you know when people talk to me about this stuff and they're like, "Oh, you you do the paranormal stuff? You do?" I say, "Yeah, I do it." You know, for for the radio and do it for the Halloween show. Like, you ever been to any real scary places? And of course, I always say, "Well, the Sally House number one was the the, the probably the most terrifying, uh, you know, awkward encounter we've ever had." Have you ever gotten any evidence? Have you, have, you, have, you ever, have you ever seen or heard anything that made you? And I always say, yeah, this this elementary school in Iowa, for yeah. our Iowa, it's always the one that I go to, and and say you've got to listen to these clips. You've got to read Larry's book about Farrar Elementary because it's legit. And I've heard you tell stories about you know folks here at the station uh, that you know that you're the uh, yeah, but and and most people think ah oh, these guys are out just to have some fun, but no, this we found out. <laughs> this stuff's real, yeah. You know, and, the, and you're right. The people here at the radio, when they see the the audio, because you can watch, they're like, "Man, that just they their jaw drops." And, yeah, and they know how this stuff works. Yeah. They know how electronics yeah. works and how <laughs> yeah. audio works. Yeah, and, for sure. And these things shouldn't be there. Yeah, but that we record. And that's something too about the EVPs. I think I want to explain really quick before we get into the history of Farrar Elementary. Before we get going on the hauntings and the stories that you were told and how we came across this place, um. You will hear adjustments in the sound and the volume of the audios just because when you play things back, you'll hear things really, really, really quiet. Really, really quiet sometimes. You know that something's not there. Yeah. But then when you amplify it, it's louder, and you hear that in the audio. So 
Uh, if people are wondering, well, why is that sound different? Why is it a lot louder? Well, because we're trying to amplify yeah, it. Some are amplified, but there's there's a lot of cases where we don't have to do anything. To you're it. right. You're right. But yeah. I think with with this one, there's a couple of clips there's, that there's we few, really yeah. had to like, especially when we get to the the math test. Yeah. You know, we were hearing them in real time, but we had to amplify them so people could hear them. Amplifying on the, the volume doesn't change what's said. Right. Yeah. Right. It just it just makes, makes it louder. It more yeah. It makes yeah. it louder for you. Yeah. All right, so let's get into it, Larry Wilson, man. It's the uh, Season 2, Episode 3, Farrar Elementary in Iowa. Yeah, um, this was uh, our investigation October 4th of 2013. Uh, Farrar is a small community. It's an unincorporated community located a little bit northwest of Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, It's in Polk County, Iowa. There's just a few homes there, a church, cemetery. And then there's this 17,000-square-foot School, it's huge, school dude. It's yeah. huge. Right. This place, uh, it was actually um, built in 1919. There was a local farmer, C.C. Uh, Geddes. Uh, he donated the property where the school sits today. And what the idea was at the time when it was built was they wanted to consolidate all the little one-room schoolhouses into one main community school. And let's repeat this, okay? 1919. Right. Okay. You know, sometimes you don't really know how old something is or when it was built or the found, like how much, you know, history goes back. It's official. You can look it up. You can search it. Yeah. 1919. So now we're talking about a 103 year old building. A hundred, over a hundred year old building. Yeah. All right. Well, the, the uh, they had a dedication ceremony for it in 1922. Uh, but a lot of the locals didn't think, you know, it was a good idea to spend a hundred thousand dollars on a school because it had. Uh, they didn't think the kids needed like a, a heating system or electric lights and those types of things. Those are just necessities kids didn't need. So it wasn't really well recepted by a lot of folks around the area. But but anyhow, the the school itself um, was uh, was around until the early two thousands. Uh, but when we went on our trip, we talked to uh, Nancy Oliver. She's the one of the owners of the building, Jim and Nancy Oliver, husband and wife. They bought the building, and they now live in it. But uh, we had asked uh, Nancy if there had been any, like, dark history of the school and or anything, you know, tragic had happened. And she said that uh, or explained that there were rumors that a janitor uh, was suspected of molesting children at the school. And as the story goes— uh, they believe the principal knew what was going on, and he kind of covered things up, you know, for the janitor. So she knew the name of the janitor, but she wouldn't give it to us because she said, now, if you record any names, you know, let me know, and I'll tell you if this is the same name as the janitor. But there's there's still relatives of the janitor living there today, and it was kind of a, a bad situation in the area. But uh, Jim and Nancy uh, bought the building in, in May of 2002. Uh, at the time, it was an 80-year-old schoolhouse, but – or uh, but. Basically, how did you again? How did you find this? How people want to know, yeah, like how you come across these things and how you verify if it's legit or not. Well, I'd seen a, a show on TV that talked about the Ferrar School, and uh, I think it was the uh, Haunting series, maybe I can't remember which one, but but anyhow, I talked about this place. And the thing that really caught my attention was uh, the story of a little boy that was seen on the staircase, and how a couple of ladies that were just driving by that turned out to be, you know, psychic. Uh, or you know, they they were susceptible to you know, spirits or could could you know, read spirits. They just pulled in the building one day and stopped and said, "You know, this building's haunted." And they said, "There's a little boy here." Well, Nancy had already seen the little boy at that time. You okay, know? so that just kind of reaffirmed things for her a little bit. Um, but the the Olivers are they live in the building? I think it was on the third floor. They had a, a like a, an apartment set up that they lived in mm-hmm. because they were redoing the building. But uh, 
you know, we asked Nancy for some stories, and there were several incidences that she told us about. But one incident that took place was on the staircase, uh, the main staircase of the school. When Nancy was coming uh, down the staircase, or I'm sorry, she was going up the staircase. Well, let's, let's, let's do a better job of explaining the school, okay, and how okay. it's set up. Because it's three floors, right? It's three floors. With, and a, then, with, with a little boiler room basement, well, right? there's three floors, and if you go down from the first floor to... I guess you would call it a basement, but that's where the gymnasium is. Right. It's on the it's it's like on the basement yeah, level. Yeah, you yeah, you walk down into this gymnasium. Right. And then if I remember correctly, to the right was like a kitchen area. Yeah, if you head down the staircase, um, when you when you enter the gym, um, on the uh, on to the right, there's a, a boys and girls bathroom mm-hmm. and like you said, a little kitchen area. Um, if you turn to the left, there's a doorway at the far corner of the gymnasium, and if you go through that door. That was where the the boy, or the janitors they call it the janitors room, which and it, was an entrance, but it also went down a little it bit did. too. Yeah, it went down, and when it, when you go down, that's where the boiler room is. Right, right, right. And of course, the janitors spend a lot of time back there. And of all the places in the building, that's the place that yeah. really creeped me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could smell the old fuel oil and stuff oh, yeah. in there. It still had a, a, a nasty smell to it. But then you start thinking about this is where the janitor would have hung out if the story was true about molesting kids. So you just kind of got a really weird feeling in that area. Right. And again, the gymnasium, old school gymnasium, right. man. Like just, you know, think about one of the old gyms that you've been in recently for volleyball or basketball games, and that's the gym. It's a small gym. And they had, at the time, there was, a, uh, I believe it's the east end of the building. I might be wrong in that, but there was a set of bleachers set up that were four steps or yep. four seats or whatever, four levels uh, of bleachers. Uh, four rows of bleachers. You walk up to the second floor. That's where classrooms begin. Uh, yep. That 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 I think that when you were w- w- was it Nancy maybe or you telling me that I think that that second floor was for the younger kids. The third floor was for the older kids. Right. right so right. whatever grades, who knows? Over a hundred years. And when you come it, up the stairs too from the gymnasium, the principal's office was there. And if, if you remember, it was kind of weird how it was set up. It was all glass. The principal's office was glass where he could see out. Right. You know, right. At the, end of, at the end of the hallway. Yeah. At, at the, the very, end of the hallway. Very end of the hallway. Yeah. And um, so the second floor was all classrooms. Then the third floor, when you go up to the third floor, half classrooms and then half of an auditorium where it was like either a music room or an art room. There was a stage. It had a stage up there that was really kind of falling apart a little bit. So I just want to give people the logistics and, and a mental picture of what you're yeah. seeing when you walk into this big, giant... And it, it's a brick building, am I right? Is, is it brick? It's solid brick. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the folks can go online if they'd like at uh, hauntingatferrar.com. Yeah. And there's there was, I'm not sure if there still is, but there was an actual floor plan of the building yeah. on there. Yeah, so there you go. All right, so now let's get into some of the stories we heard. Well, the first story that Nancy told us about was, again, the her uh, incident on the staircase. She was heading up the stairs, and I'm not sure if she was coming up from the gymnasium or where, but... But anyhow, she was heading up the stairs, and she lost her balance, and she felt a hand on her back that prevented her from falling. So she turned around thinking it was her husband that was behind her, and there was nobody there. And she said, I clearly felt a hand hold me and keep me from falling down the stairs. Um, The next story she told us was about a dark, distinct outline of a small boy that's been seen on the uh, the stairway that goes down to the gymnasium. And one of the stories we're going to talk about a little bit later— may have something to do with this. <laughs> but anyhow, the boy is described as being about three and a half feet tall. Uh, he's seen standing on the stairs, holding onto the handrail. Um, he doesn't move. He's just kind of motionless, and then he'll just vanish. But uh, he's been seen several times. Um, over the years, I mean, students and employees of the school have reported, like, strange, unexplained activity. 
uh, experiences ranging from hearing disembodied voices, unexplained noises, and even seeing apparitions. Uh, again, I kind of mentioned psychics visiting the school. They claim that the spirits of the dead occupy the school, uh, that there's a little boy there, and like you know, a lot of folks have uh, witnessed unusual activity. But the, the main story that she told us that I had a hard time believing at the beginning was the Shadow Man story. She told us how the previous year uh, before we were there uh, that there was a paranormal group, and one of the individuals of the group, uh, was a, he was an artist, uh, but he was with this group, and he claimed he saw a shadow man, a tall, dark figure um, that was seven feet tall, and he saw it just walking along, swinging its arms and legs, you know, just like it was moving through the building. And he described it as, like I said, being seven feet tall. And he even uh, drew, a, uh, drew a picture of it, which he showed us, and when I saw that picture, I'm thinking, man, this is nuts. There's, there's nobody in here walking around that's seven feet tall, you know, a shadow figure. And I'd heard stories about shadow figures. but Or if it was that visible. I remember seeing the picture going, there's, there's no way you saw it that clear. Yeah. You know, and again, yeah. So that, that was kind of a doubtful thing for me, too. But, and we won't get into the story yet, but uh, it wouldn't, it'd be a short time later that uh, I would see the exact same thing. Yeah, that was <laughs> that moment. <laughs> Sarah and I thought again. It was it was it was uh, you and I, Sarah, and then your partner at the time, Chris. And when that whole incident happened, right when we got there, when we're setting things up, Sarah and I thought you were messing with us. Like Sarah and I, like, there's no way that this is already happening. Like right yeah. as soon as we get well, there. Well, she was so, standing right next to me yeah, when yeah, it yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah. And we'll, and we'll, I, we'll and get so, into that. Story. And so there again, you know, this is only our third uh, trip together, and there's still a lot of trust being built. Yeah, there's still a lot of questions going on. Of is that what you really heard? Did you really hear that? Was that you? And you were trying to kind of, I think, train Sarah and I on the, 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 the rules and the ways of doing things. Like if I made a noise <clears throat> or a, you know, hey, that was me. You know, yeah. just, just get that cleaned out and cleared out. Announce it for the, for the uh, audio recorder. Right. And so you'll know that later on when you're going through listening to things. You know, you have a buddy that, uh, you know, Jay, who, you know, his stomach gets riled up and we think it's ghosts and it's Jay the whole time. That's it's, me. That's it, me. It sounds, That's like me. A, it sounds like a demon, you know, when his stomach growls, you know. But, but yeah. I love you, Jay, baby. You know I love you, man. And we'll be talking about him in an investigation here coming up a little bit later on this season. But um, for our elementary school... Uh, for our Iowa, again, guys, the logistics of the school, I think is really, really, really important. And the way it's set up and the way it looks and, and, and just the, the view that you see when you're in there, you're, you're really taken back. I think to the old school, pardon the pun, old school days, you know, of the night. I mean, there's these old desks in some of these rooms, man. I remember walking around with you and just taking pictures. Yeah, that's another thing. The the desks are still there. Yes. It's like the kids never left. And it's like, you know, but you see different eras. Yeah. Like you see these really, really old pieces of furniture in some of these rooms. Right. The teacher's desks. I remember there being one that was really, really old. Then some of them are newer. They have some metal on them. You know, some of them are a little bit more sturdy. Uh, it, almost in every s- classroom, I think there was desks in every classroom. Yeah, there was. Um, the one classroom we're going to be talking about later on, this was a full-on set-up classroom, I think, that, that looked like it was straight out of either the 1970s or the 1980s. Um, you know, it's like you're sitting there and you're, you're Elliot from the movie E.T. sitting in this classroom in that little lab. Ex- I mean, I, we, I felt like I was back in the 70s or 80s just sitting in this yeah. classroom, you know. Teacher's desk was still in there. Right. There was it. crayons all over the place. There were, like, games and cards. I remember one room we went into, Larry, 
Um, I think it might have been the room that we'll talk about here a little bit later on where Sarah had an issue with a doorknob. Right. But I think that class, it had like jacks, that game, uh, you know, the jacks game. Is that what I'm calling it right? Yeah, it's Jack's, Jack's game. Yeah, where you like drop the ball, the Jacks, yeah. and there was a whole bunch of that on the floor. I mean, it was, it's you're really taken back into that, and and I think that's a part of the draw of Ferrar Elementary because I think, and you said this before, the reasons why some of these spirits or some of these entities or whatever they are stick around is because they're comfortable, yeah, and they're happy, and they and they and they and they can you know associate with that stuff that's still there. You know, and figure you're in a rural area. That's where your friends were. You yeah, know? that's where you, you had playtime, you know, right, and good times. And you said it earlier too. You know, the only time you really got creeped out was when we were in that boiler room area where the janitor used to live, uh, or hang out, or work at. I agree with you that the whole time we were there, I didn't really get. scared. Scared, scared, afraid. I was creeped out a lot because yeah. there was some creepy stuff going on that right. we couldn't explain. Right. Because if there's a little ghost girl or boy standing next to us, <laughs> that's a little bit creepy, right? It is. If you think about it, yeah. But I never felt like I was going to be harmed. Right. Never did I feel like I was going to be in danger. Okay? Yeah. yeah. At all. Yeah. So it's a good vibe. I mean, overall, it's a good, it's, it's a creepy vibe. It's creepy, but it's not negative. It doesn't right, feel right, right, negative right. at all. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. It, 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 but, you know, again, there's creepy, you know, d- depending on your level of, what's the word here? Like your level of how you can handle that kind of vibe. Well, if, say if a little ghost child walked up to you and you saw it, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's going to creep creepy out or, or yeah. it could be terrifying, yeah. you yeah. know? And, you, and some of the stuff that we're going to play, I mean, like you're going to hear your partner, Chris. Yeah. He, he almost wets himself. Yeah, I mean, he was ups- he was upset <laughs> I mean, it, for, for several reasons. Right. He was upset. But then after after late, we talked about it. I mean, it's kind of like okay, we we knew we're okay. Well, this was another one of those moments, like you just mentioned, where you were still trying to feel us out a little bit. Like, eh, are these guys real? Or are they kind of embellishing right. things? Right. Because at first, you know, you and I both thought maybe well, maybe Chris thought heard he heard something. something. Right, right, right. But then we caught it on <laughs> yeah. our evidence, yeah. our audio. So let's get into the stories. Let's get into the EVPs again, guys. Uh, this is season two, episode three, the uh, Farrar School in Farrar, Iowa, the elementary school. Um, we, we've got a ton of them, guys, a ton of clips, a ton of EVPs. And again, if you have any questions, comments, opinions, email us, uh, you know, Facebook message us, do what you need to do to get a hold of us. Find Larry Wilson on Facebook. He's very easy to find, Urban Paranormal Investigations. This is one that I feel like we're going to get some, like, you know, maybe some comments and questions yeah. and statements on, which is totally fine. And if you've ever been there, contact us, let us know if you've yeah. experienced it. Yeah, because we'd love to go back. And yes. you've said this, yeah. you know, we'd love to go back. So let's get into it and uh, start off with the, uh, the the story that happened to you right as soon as we got there while we were setting up. Yeah, I don't think we'd been there an hour. No, this, no, 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 no. When this no. happened, you no. know. No, because um, no, I, was, I was unwinding cord. Right. When this happened. This was at a time we didn't have wireless um, surveillance cameras. Right. And we do now, but... Back then, we had to roll these long 150-foot cables out. Yeah, we these were coaxials, set, man. We God. were setting up video cameras. Horrible. And we, we had four, four um, uh, surveillance cameras we were going to use on this particular night. And we had already set up uh, a camera on the um, second floor. We had it pointed at – there was a group of lockers. And I remembered from the TV show how this group talked about they opened the locker doors – and then during the night, all the lockers slammed shut. Right. So we opened a bunch of locker doors, and we had a camera focused on that. We had a camera um, focused on the principal's office, and we had set, or I had set a camera up on the gym floor, uh, about forty feet from the bleachers, facing toward the bleachers, and it was about mid court of the basketball court there. And we had, or I had a um, uh, infrared. Um, it's a floodlight basically with one hundred and fifty infrared lights in it. 
So it basically lit up that whole end of the building in infrared. So I had those three cameras already set up, and our main staging area was on the on the um, the, the second floor, and we had a, a desk that I was setting up all the equipment on. So I was getting ready to hook up the fourth camera that And we, explain where everybody is at right now. Okay, remember, there's four of us. Okay, well, you were setting up cable, and Chris was helping. Sarah was standing next to me. We and, were far apart, though. Chris and I yeah. were not close together. No, so. no, you guys, you guys were at... I, I don't know if you were in the second. Not, we were not moving around, though. We, I think because I was stationary in my part with the cord on my knees, I believe, with time. And Chris was like, I think, off um, down the other way to the from the gymnasium. He was well, farther away, too. Either you or Chris were up on the third floor because you would have to, like, I would have to radio up and say, you know, move the camera this way or that oh, way. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So Chris so, was up there in the auditorium. You're right. You're yeah, right. You're he right. Was, he was setting that camera up. Well, I was getting ready to plug camera, the, the fourth camera. And Sarah's next to you. She's standing right next to me. I was getting ready to plug the fourth camera in. And I looked at the video monitor just to see if there was a connection made. And when I looked at the video monitor, because I could see all four cameras on the video monitor. And as I plugged the fourth one in, I looked at the screen and all of a sudden something caught my attention that was moving on camera three, which was down in the gymnasium. Where I was at on my knees getting the camera focused, right? No, no. I no, was not in the gym? No. The only person... Well, this our story's wrong. Chris... I know where Chris was. Okay. Because of what happened. Chris was in the bathroom in the gym. Oh, that's right. So you were the one that, that was, was upstairs. Upstairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Arranging the camera for me. Yeah. So as I plug the camera in, I see something moving in the gymnasium, or the camera three, or on the video screen. I look, and what I saw was, it was a figure... That was nothing more than a solid black shadow, but it was walking in front of the bleachers, probably halfway between midcourt and the bleachers. It was walking from right to left, swinging its arms and legs. Uh, when I saw it, it was at the far right side of the bleachers, and by the time I, my focus realized, hey, there's something really there, I see this thing walking and swinging its arms. It walks right in front of the bleachers. It walks um, across the gym floor, and it heads right to that janitor's door or the room or the door to the janitor's room. And I don't know if anybody's ever really seen infrared, but when you set your camera up, the the main portion of the shot, the center portion of the shot is illuminated because all the infrared basically focuses in the middle of the shot. So the far fringe or to the left side where this figure had walked to was pitch black. But I could clearly see this pitch black figure in the darkness. I mean, I could see it just as well as I could see it when it walked in front of the bleachers. So it was darker than dark, but it was swinging its arms and legs. It had what it looked like a, remember the old sea captain's uh, yeah, caps, yeah, yeah, the yeah. little short bill? Yeah. And it had a pot belly. This thing had a pot belly. But again, it wasn't like a shadow being cast on the wall. Um, the shadow was like this, it was like an entity, and it was walking in front of the bleachers. And I yelled out, there's... <laughs> There's a shadow man, you know, there's a shadow. I've just yelled, yeah. there's a shadow man, and pointed at the screen, and, yeah. she, and, and Sarah yells, what, you know? And she comes over, and by the time she got to the screen and, and looked at the right camera view, um, this thing was gone, had right. gone either through the door. It never. I never saw the door open. It was almost like it went through the wall right. or just vanished in the darkness. Now, I don't remember if it was her that yelled out or you that yelled out that got our attention, but we all came I yelled. running back. Yeah, like, we I all yelled came it. running back to I your was location. excited, and I yelled. Yeah. And then I ran down to the... To the gym. I just took off. Yeah. And I ran down to the gym and I want to make sure that no, that no one was down there. But Chris was in the bathroom and he came out the bathroom door 
when I got into the gymnasium. So it couldn't have been like Chris's shadow, shadow reflecting, reflecting or anything. Off of anything right? But the thing, too, is in order for Chris's shadow to reflect, he would have had to have been in front of the infrared to catch his shadow. The infrared camera would have had to have been behind Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was no way for this. And plus, Chris's shadow wouldn't even reflect it to the other end of the gym. Right, and at the time, he didn't have a pot belly either. So. No, and, and the way I know this thing was over seven feet tall was uh, when Nancy was doing her little walkthrough, uh, our group, we stood on the second, I think it was the second row of bleachers, and we took a, like a team photo mm-hmm. or, you know, a group photo. Yeah. And Nancy took our picture. But on the wall behind the bleachers, I remembered was this piece of angle iron. It was like a, a bracket. It was a hook for a net, yeah. Or something. Yeah, 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 it was like an angle iron. And I remember that this thing was about, the bottom of it was about the same height as the top of your head. So later on that night, we walked down there, and you stood below this piece of angle iron, and your head, and you're about what? Are six you about, one. Six yeah. one. Uh, just about an inch of your head was above the angle bottom piece of angle iron. What I saw was the shoulder of this thing was at the bottom of yeah, the angle yeah, iron. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. this thing had to be at least seven feet tall. Yeah. And one thing I want to share with is that later on that November, there used to be a TV show um, called Shadow Stalkers. Uh-huh. And Ghost Stalkers. Ghost Stalkers. Yeah, yeah Ghost Stalkers. And there was a two, it was a two man team, and what they did was they had a, a van with all their equipment in it, and they would set up cameras and audio, but they would monitor it from the van. And the first night, one of the members of the team would would go into the building wherever they were investigating, and the second night, the other one would go in. So they each took turns going by themselves in the building, and they would record everything. Well, in this particular uh, episode that I watched, they were at Ferrar School, and on the second night, one of the the people they were they were near the principal's office. And all of a sudden, he got real panicky and excited and said that there was this giant shadow f- coming towards him. It was walking toward him. But he described it as having uh, something protruding from its stomach. And that resonated with me right away because I'm wondering if he saw the pot belly that I was seeing from like a, uh, I guess you, what, I don't know what kind of view that would be, a profile view, I guess you would call it. He was looking at this thing straight on, and I was looking at it from a profile view. And what I saw looked like a pot belly, and what he saw, he, he called it a protrusion. But he also estimated this thing to be over seven feet tall. Yeah, you know, and, and what's really cool about this is that if you look up Ferrar School on um, YouTube, I mean, you find, boom, so many great clips, you know, from Ghost Stalkers, from the BuzzFeed Unsolved Network, which I love yeah, those guys from too. BuzzFeed, because one is like, you know, he is the most, you know, skeptical guy yeah. you'll ever meet. The other guy is terrified of everything. It's a really good, fun, uh, you know, thing to go look up. And uh, I wish we would have gotten some video from from what we're going to ready to talk about right now. But we just didn't have, I don't think, the capability that that time. We really even thought about how we were going to video. And plus, we had one video camera. We didn't really have enough video cameras to take with us and we walk around. We had a total around. of five. Yeah. And you're talking 17. But they were set up. They were just stationary. And we moved them around throughout yeah. the night. And we only had one that we had, you know, in our hand, hand held. that yeah. was like an infrared. Um, so, again, this 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 next story that we're going to talk about is very important. And um, we're going to play some EBPs from it. Um, but before we do that, we want to get to the, the Chris story of just almost freaking out and ending the entire investigation <laughs> it was like you mentioned and he's not like, a scared guy no no yeah. he's a he, he was i'm not sure if he still is he was a private investigator so right. he's been in a lot of weird situations you know he'd but, get excited a lot oh yeah and he'd really yeah. be like oh my gosh this is he's, cool but he's he was enthused. i never really heard him or saw him get scared no no i, I haven't either um but um it was kind of like you just had said though 
you guys didn't believe, I don't think you believe that I saw this shadow figure. Right. But then it was kind of the same thing when Chris had his experience. Right. I think a lot of us thought, well, maybe he's imagining this, right. you know. But uh, Sarah and I, if I remember how this took place, Sarah and I were together. And um, you you were down, I think, on the first floor. With, I was in the gymnasium, with, yeah. Well, you were with Chris. No, 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 you, no, you were on the first floor. I was with Chris. We were walking around, but he was a little bit ahead of me. Yeah. What happened was you you two were on the first floor. Yeah. And Chris wanted to head downstairs to the gymnasium, and he thought that you were going to head down there with him. Right. And so Chris heads down to, to the gym, and the first thing I heard after he went down, I didn't even know, Chris, Sarah and I didn't know where he was going, and I don't think you did either, uh, or you would have followed him. But anyhow, Chris is heading down the stairs to the gymnasium, and all of a sudden, Sarah and I hear Chris yelling, Bonzi, Bonzi. And then he yells, Larry, Larry. And then that's basically all we could hear, you know, because he was yelling. And you'll basically, the, the, the audio clip will explain everything else. But Chris had something happen to him, and he was frightened. Oh, yeah. And he thought you were right behind him, but you weren't there. <laughs> no, you know? I wasn't. Anywhere. So he was down there by himself. Yeah, I was getting ready at our safe spot. Because that's where we were at, getting ready to head down to the gymnasium to sit down on some on some chairs, have some quiet time. Yeah. But he had walked off before I think I'd either gotten my yeah. flashlight or something. You weren't aware that he had walked right. away. So here's the clip. Listen, clear, listen carefully and see what you hear. And then we'll explain what you need to listen for. Yep. All right, so it's a long clip, and we'll go back and and play again what the, you're supposed to be listening for. But you hear uh, the steps. You hear him walking yeah. down the steps. Rob, you hear Chris going down the steps, and as soon as you hear him stop, that's where you need to listen. Yeah. Chris walking. Replaying it. So you hear the steps, yeah. and then you hear a giant... <sighs> yeah, it's like an exhale. It's a giant breath. Yeah, yeah. And he freaks out. Right there on the steps. And he said it was right behind him. And he, he also said he felt something kind of move, didn't yeah. he? Like past yeah. him or by him? And yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Chris was, he, he's thinking, you know, when he turned around and saw Bonzi's not there, yeah. he's thinking, 
if I had to go back up the stairs, I got to go buy whatever just did that. Yeah. You know, so he stayed put until at the end of the we clip. We all went to him. Yeah. You, at the end of the clip, you could hear Bonzi coming, and then and Chris asked him, "Did you hear that?" And then I said, "Are you okay?" Yeah. And then he said, "Did you hear that?" And it's kind of hard to hear what Chris is saying, but he basically tells Bonzi what he heard, and you kind of chuckled at him because mm-hmm. you know, he said something like, "I'm getting out of here" or something like that. Yeah. And, and you kind of chuckled at him, but then. And, and he told a story to everybody, and I'm thinking, you know, again, ah, maybe you heard it, maybe you didn't, you know. <laughs> and then a few days later, when I started reviewing audio, I found this clip of him, and what's really, really tells you how loud that breath must have been, the audio recorder that picked this up was over by the girls' bathroom that was at least 100 feet from where Chris was when yeah. he picked it up. Yeah, so one more time, just listen to that that breath that picks up from over 100 feet away and realize that it's right next to Chris walking down the steps. Freaked out. And that staircase was dark. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And you get down to the lower level until you get into the gym. Well, all the lights, we turned all the lights on. Mm -hmm. The only lights that were really on are the exit lights, the emergency lights at the end of the hallways and stuff like that. right. All right, so let's get into the the, the, the real fun uh, of, of our Farrar investigation, um, where, again, thank goodness Larry Wilson was with us, man, because I tell you what, your, your acting duties, you, you oh. playing the role of a teacher, <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, smart move. I, I mean, I go back and I'm like, man, think, because I would never, you know, it was early on in our investigation. Uh, days and adventures, I would have never even thought of to do something like this. So, so right. again, this wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for you. Well, um, we were all on the third floor investigating, and Sarah and I were at the far end of the third floor, and you and Chris went to the opposite end and were in a, a classroom. Mm-hmm. And uh, at one point, um, we heard you guys get really excited. We didn't know what was going on, but it's like your voices got extremely loud. Right. Well, let me explain to actually what happened. So we, we were right. sitting in there, and, and I'm sitting in a desk, uh, Chris is on the other side of the classroom, also sitting at a desk. Right by the front door of the classroom were these um, were like, folded metal tables that like, were just laying up against the wall. They were standing up against the wall. They're like old cafeteria types. Yeah, and so they're just laying up against the wall. And um, we're sitting there and like just being totally quiet. Maybe every once in a while, you know, Chris would ask a question. Sarah and I most most I think the time in the early days would just sit there and just like let you guys do work. You know, we just sit there and watch you guys and listen to you guys because you know we were the rookies and we were just letting you guys do everything. So we're sitting there and I wish we had that. I don't know if we, did we pick up the audio of of that noise or whatever that was. Or? You did on your recorder. Okay. And I like I said, I've got a, another computer. I, I have wish to we could find stuff. that. I'll try to find yeah. it. We can play it at a later date. So why don't you explain it from your standpoint? Because I think you heard us down at the other end of the hallway as soon as this happened. Because, yeah, didn't we check a camera or something? No, what happened was um, you guys were extremely excited. And Sarah and I didn't know what was going on, but we didn't, we didn't go down to meet up with you guys. You guys came down to us. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you had your tape recorder, uh-huh. and you played back. It sounded, to me, what it sounded like is somebody took the legs of one of those folding tables and slammed it shut. That's what it sounded like. It's just like metal on metal. Yeah, it sounded like something in the room when it happened was like, I thought it was the table fell. Like, I thought the table fell it, over. It was loud. Yeah, yeah, because we jumped up, and we, and we signed the flashlight on it. The tables were still standing straight up. So there yeah. was there was a pretty loud, distinct, distinguishable 
metal noise. And, and try to remember, when you're sitting in a dark room in a place that's supposed to be haunted, and all of a sudden there's any kind of noise out of the ordinary, it sends a chill down your spine. Absolutely. And it, it gets your adrenaline yeah. rushing, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, we did. We ran down to you guys and uh, had my recorder. Yep. And Played then, it back, didn't I? What's that? Didn't I play it back for you guys? Oh, yeah. You played it. And that's why what we decided to do was then, Chris was going to go with Sarah. They were going to continue investigating the other end of the third floor. And then you and I were going to go back down and see if we could record it again. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember, though, it was pretty funny at the moment because I wanted to go back in that classroom really, really bad. You know, because I was like, man, I mean, just, you know, we had spent some time in there earlier with the four of us. Right. Sarah, you know, we were doing the whole, like, you know, the knock, 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 and nothing would respond back to us or anything. Um, But Sarah was getting kind of creeped out because there were some things happening. Like, Sarah yeah. was really getting kind of creeped out. And I was like, well, I want to, and, and you were, Larry's always like, I want to go where the action is. I want to go <laughs> where the noises are. It's my, it's my investigation. We're going. So I'm like, okay. But Larry, I, but, but, oh, let me clarify something. <laughs> That's Bonzi, given his way that I am. But I never say anything like that. But I just want to be where there's activity. That's where you want to be. But I never say anything so, like that. But no, we're fine with it. We're like, Larry, yeah, yeah. go right ahead. Because if you're going to get, someone's going to get possessed, it's going to be Larry Wilson. All right. <laughs> so anyway, I really wanted to go back in there. Sarah didn't want to be by herself. She, she wanted to keep doing some stuff with the camera. So Chris went with her. That's how we yeah. got split up. And then right. you and I went back to the elementary uh, school classroom. Right. And then we walked into the room, and you were showing me where this noise came from and what you guys were doing, just like we talked about. And we probably spent maybe five or ten minutes in there just kind of listening, and nothing was happening. And then just kind of out of the blue, I looked and saw the teacher's desk and all these desks there, and I thought, I said to Bonds, I'm just going to try something. Well, and let's explain where we're at now in this classroom. Because I sat in the very, very back of the right. classroom because when you would move around, I mean, again, it's an old school. When you would move around, there would be a lot of noise. Yeah, it interferes with the recorders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I had a recorder in my hand at the time holding it. We also had a recorder that you had set up in there. So we had two recorders I think it was going. on the teacher's yeah, desk. Yeah, we had two yeah. recorders. So I went and, I, and you said, I'm going to go walk up in front of the classroom. And I yeah. said, okay, cool. I said, I said I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit down on the floor in the back of the classroom, back where those metal tables were at. So I sat on the floor, um, up against my back was up against the wall, and my legs were, were were long ways out, like sitting in front of me. My legs were crossed, and I had the recorder sitting in my lap. And you said, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go up to the front of the classroom," and that's when you started doing a little more investigating and seeing some of the stuff, the chalk and the drawings and all that stuff. Right. Yeah, you were seeing all the. It's just like you know, class was dismissed for the weekend, right, and, right, right. and they would be back on Monday. And all of a sudden, it just kind of crossed my mind, why don't I try something here? Because mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times uh, in the paranormal field, investigators will try to uh, trigger something, you mm -hmm. know, by by maybe creating a, an experience that might have happened back then. Not yeah. challenge, but trigger. But trigger. Yeah. 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 Um, so anyhow, I get the bright idea, and I said to, to Bonds, I said, you know, I'm going to try something here. I said, um, and then I announced out loud, I said, um, my name's Mr. Wilson, and um I'm your substitute teacher for today, and it's time to start math class. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of gave the parameters. I, I explained, we're going to have a math test, and I'm going to ask questions, but I want you to give the right answer by knocking. You know, and, and in my mind, I'm thinking, it's worth a try, but nothing's going to happen. But see, we heard that sound, though, before you even did this. We heard some of those clicking sounds before that, yeah. and we even asked ourselves, was that you? Did you hear that? And at one point, I think you were hearing it, and then I wasn't hearing it, and then I heard something, and then you didn't hear. So we weren't really sure what we were hearing. And I think that's what you were doing, was trying to see, 
if you know if this was intelligent yeah, or not. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I uh, basically and and again, let me um, let me explain something else. That night we asked twenty questions, math related. Que- well, they weren't all math related. Uh, we asked one question about gender and what gender they were and what grade they were in. But out of twenty questions we asked, we probably heard a good. 16 to 18 responses, but the tape recorder actually picked up nine. Yeah. You know, and today we only have four, but, and that's my fault partially because I found another five responses uh, on another computer at home that we didn't have for today. But anyhow, uh, Bonzi's going to start playing these, but you'll listen, you'll hear me ask a question and then you'll hear a response. The, the, the real kind of funny thing about this clip though is that Larry and I seriously kept doubting. Yeah what we were hearing. We were thinking it was the other guy. Because, well, at first I think you thought because I was moving. Because when you would move, you would hear kind of a creak or you would hear a pop or you would hear, and then I would think it was you up there moving. And you're like, I'm standing still, man. I'm like, not moving. So we really kind of doubted each other for a long time until you started asking these questions. And it is undeniable that you're getting a intelligent response. Absolutely. To your questions. Yep. So here's the first clip. Question number two. One plus zero equals... Is that you? Did you hear that? Yeah. That's not you? No. You're not moving your feet or anything? No, I'm standing perfectly still. So let me go back and play that again. It's, it happens really, really fast. And that's the other thing, too, about this. Sometimes when you would ask the question, we'd get a really immediate response. Other times you'd ask a question, you might have to wait just a little bit. It was like it was really trying to think before it responded. Yeah, it seemed like the simpler the question, the quicker the answer. Question number two. One plus zero equals... Is that you? Did you hear that? Yeah. That's not you? No. You're not moving your feet or anything? No, I'm standing perfectly still. So that's the, that's the kind of chatter you were talking about. We were just thinking it's the other guy. But the you know, but again, the noises they were not all the same either. No. You know, and they no. were different responses. Like that sounded like a tap, you know. And then you're going to hear another one here that doesn't sound like a tap at all. To me, when I heard the noise with my ears, it sounded like whatever was doing that was hitting, like knocking on the floor. Right. Here's the uh, next clip. I have a quarter here. If you answer this question, I'll leave it right on this desk. Heads up, it's 25 cents. You can buy candy with it. Last time, one plus one equals. Did you hear it? Did you hear it? I heard it. It was like boom boom. Yep. That quarter is yours. If you want another quarter, knock one time. And that didn't respond. It didn't respond. So here's that clip again. You got to listen right after that one plus one, and then you hear that knock knock or it was, tap. It was tap. almost like there was a race of kids to, to answer the question first. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I have a quarter here. If you answer this question, I'll leave it right on this desk. It's heads up. It's twenty five cents. You can buy candy with it. Last time, one. Plus one equals. Did you hear it? Did you hear it? I heard it. (laughs) 
And you can hear me, like, I mean, at that point, I'm, like, just getting kind of, you know, excited and I'm breathing heavy. That's my recorder on my lap, and I'm, I'm trying to just, like, to get it still. So, that, you know, and you, you hear me just kind of messing with the recorder. Right. A little, but you, as soon as you ask that, you hear the boom, boom, which is insane. Uh, this next clip, um, I think we were trying to get it to make a different type of noise because we wanted to make sure that it was really, really, really. We kept testing whatever was in this room over and over and over again, and it seemed like every time we would test it, it was like it was like the personality was also getting frustrated with us. You know, yeah, like, like it was like, dude, what more do we <laughs> have to do to get you guys to realize that there's something here? That's exactly the impression you get. Last question. This is for extra credit. One plus one plus one. Did you f- hear that? Is that you? No. <laughs> so again. That was a totally different yeah. sound, and we've, but an intelligent response to right. what you were asking. It, it, it was like you just said. It was almost like, okay, I'm going to do something different to show these guys. It's not either one of you. It's me. <laughs> right. And it, to me, it sounds either like, and we've talked about this a lot, either like somebody taking their tongue and kind of flicking it, making that clicking sound, or taking like two wooden blocks and tapping them together. Right. And, and again, you hear the audio being amped up just because it wasn't that loud in the classroom that we're at. But, but we heard it clearly. But we did hear it clearly. And the crazy thing about it was, when it would happen, I thought it was always coming from your My- side of the classroom, the front. You always thought it sounded like it was coming from the back part of the room. Yep. So that was really weird. So but it Which would mean that it was coming from in between us. Right. Last question. This is for extra credit. One... Plus one, plus one. And here we're going to raise the volume up so you can hear the response. Did you f- hear that? Is that you? No. Man. Yeah, and, and again, that one was kind of one of the slower answers to, again, be like, okay, I answered you guys fast the first two times, or the few, I don't remember how many times, did we, you said you said out of 20, we got 16 or 17 responses. Yeah, exactly. And it would, it would, it would sometimes it would be really fast, sometimes, that one was like, hey. And we recorded nine responses, but but it, we also talked about this too, that the simpler the question, the quicker the answer. But like, you know, if you were a second, third grader, one plus one plus one back then might have been a little more difficult for you than one plus zero. Right. Know? And then here's the one that, you know, uh, is the last clip for the math that is the uh, the boy or girl question, which, um, again— And you have to listen really close on this because yeah. it answered right away. Now let's try this for extra, extra credit. <laughs> I just need to know if you're a boy or a girl. If you're a boy, not once, girl, not twice. Larry, that was not you. <laughs> Yeah, it was immediate. It's like, I know I'm a boy, just boom. Now let's try this for extra, extra credit. I just need to know if you're a boy or a girl. If you're a boy, not once, girl, not twice. Larry, that was not you. <laughs> and can't you see a little boy just sitting there and rapping on the yeah, floor with his knuckles? I mean, or, or just whatever they're doing to make that noise. It's just, it's, it's crazy. And... Um, yeah, I rem- I'll never forget the first time we really had a, a chance to get back together after this. It might have been for the Halloween show, 
and you were still simply amazed by that. And yeah. I don't think you'll. I don't think neither one of us ever forget no. that. No, I know? mean it's it's How like it's it's one of the coolest. I mean, you know, that's a memory that I'll have forever. I can see myself being right back there again, sitting on the floor, doubting you, and and, and just being so impressed on what was happening. I was just so. And then I remember we got kind of upset when it ended, you know, and then we were, we were like, oh, this sucks. But it was it was happening so frequently that I kept saying, well, this the last question, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But yeah. I did about three or four <laughs> last questions because right. it kept responding. So, guys, that's uh, the math test at Ferrar. It's pretty, it's pretty Just spectacular. One other thing on that: um, we took our tape recorder, took a break, and, and played that for everybody, the, the rest yeah. of the group. And we did go back down there, and we sat kind of in a semicircle in the desk. And I remember we did hear the clicking sound again. Yeah, with the with the with the with the mouth or the right. the blocks. Right, yeah. and it was like it came from in the middle. But all three of us heard it, but you didn't hear it. Yeah, Sarah swore up and down. That it was coming by her because it was, I think, the loudest by her. Yeah. And, and I was furthest away, I think, from Sarah. Right. So I couldn't hear it. Right. Um, all right. Now we're going to go to the auditorium. This is the the, the third floor, okay, where, um, again, I, I it's like a big, giant music room. has a stage. Um, stories up there, again, were of just you know random noises, right. embodied voices, things like that. When you went up there, again, there's lots of uh, desks in the back part with a lot of those like chairs that are set up for somebody to be watching a show up there, which the, is pretty cool. The feeling I got up there was that somebody's watching me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, But we didn't really have a lot of activity, but we recorded a ton of stuff there. Right. So this first clip, you want to set that one up? Um, this was toward the end of our investigation, and... Uh, I think at the time, we kind of, in that auditorium, we split up. We each sat in a separate corner. Mm-hmm. At one point, Sarah sat on the auditorium stage. Right. Um, but anyhow, we didn't hear anything, you know, and then this is what we recorded. What do you think that says? I think it says, did you come home? Yeah, I, I hear go home or come home for sure. It's a whisper. Yeah, and, and again, it talks fast. Again, I don't think any of these clips that we have, though, were ones where we were actually up there. I don't think any of us were in this room at all when these happened. Well, at the end, I remember at the end of the night, um, one of the clips we have here today, and I may be wrong, you may be right on this. Well, I know you went up there at one point, and maybe Chris did at one point ask some questions, but I don't ever remember. You know what? I think I was. we all four were up there early. Asking questions, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the end of the night, we did this kind of the same thing. Yep. At the end, I'm just going to just tell this real quick story. At the end of the night, we kind of sat around in a semicircle, and nothing had been happening there in that auditorium. So just out of the blue, we kind of, as a group, decided just to kind of. You've seen seances. We weren't doing a seance, but we just decided to hold hands to see if that would increase any maybe human energy or whatever you want to call it. And I remember that um, just out of the blue. The wind just started whistling around the room that we were in. There was an open window, no doubt, and there was a there there had been some storms in the area that night, but it had been completely silent before. Then all of a sudden, we started doing that. The wind just started whipping around the room. So here is a response, two responses in the auditorium. I believe one's from Chris when he asked the question, and one's from you. Right. Uh, so here's the first response about the principal. Is that uh, was that Chris or that's, you? That's Chris. Okay. All right, so explain what that first part of his voice well, you, is. You hear Chris ask, is the principal in here? 
I've got a recorder going. Yeah. And then you hear this voice out of nowhere. I think it says no. That's what I think. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the next response set up this one. Um, I'm just, again, same EVP session. I'm asking I'm asking questions now, and I just say, is the little boy here? And we didn't hear these, I don't think, at all, did no, we? No, we didn't hear any of these other than the math test. If the little boy is here, can you make sounds, uh, make noises like you did before? Let us know that you're here. If the little boy is here, can you make sounds, uh, make noises like you did before? Let us know that you're here. Cool. Yeah, so what do you think is being said there at the end? I can't make it out. I think it's a whisper, I yeah. think it's a disembodied voice, but something is there that shouldn't yeah. be there. It doesn't sound like a little boy, but it sounds like a voice. Now we go to the gym. We got some EVPs from the gym. I think this one here, uh, this one creeps me out. Mm -hmm. A lot, okay? And some of these, I think, we would hear. We would hear we'd hear noises. noises yeah. And we'd ask, hey, is that you? Or is that you? Is right. that you? No, that's not me. Um, but this one here, man, um, wow. Just, just We're going to play these. We're going to see if what, what you think you hear, and then we'll explain them to you. See, what do you think that says? I hear almost a female voice, sounding yes. voice, say, I still see him. See, and I hear, I'm so scared. Yeah. That's what I hear. I'm so scared. Let's play that again. I, I hear I'm so you know, scared, man. Now that you say that, I hear I'm so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. It could be scared. Yeah. Um, I can't. I completely make it out, but I hear I'm so. Here's the next one from the gym. What do we think that one says? It's a male voice, and I think it says, we must grab them. Yeah, I hear we must really, really clear. And it's, we must grab them. something. Yeah, I hear grab them. Yeah, that's that's creepy. All right, again, this 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 clip again. I mean, this is from the hallway. Yeah, and um, these are pretty loud. I mean, these are pretty. There's something definitely there. So listen to this next clip from Ferrar Elementary. Okay, so you hear someone's voice in the beginning of it. Yeah, that's then, one of us. But then you hear something in the middle that's kind of, it, it, it's it's a different tone. It's a different type of voice. None of us heard that there when it happened. Um, listen really carefully again. What do you think that says? I think it says somebody fired. 
I think it's a bad word before that, though. Yeah. And yeah. I, you can I, hear it, it starts faintly. With a, it starts with a B. With a B word. Yeah, it's, it rhymes with itch. Yeah. Somebody fired. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> pretty crazy. This one here, um, we did actually a reversal of this clip yeah. because um, I think you do that to all your clips. Right. Well, at one point years ago, there was another investigator with me that was a actually a university um, uh, audio expert. He'd been studying audio for 30 years. And one time we were, he was investigating with me and we recorded something that it almost sounded like recorded forward. It sounded backwards. So we played it backwards and it clearly said something. And then I started doing research on that, and they act. There is an actual field, speech pathology, where they'll reverse audio. And one, his name is David John Oates. He came up with the theory, and based on his evidence from you know his own reviews, that about one out of every ten uh, voice clip of somebody talking, there'll be a reversal. And a lot of times, it it has something to do with what's said forward. But anyhow, this is a reversal of of, of um, somebody fired. Somebody fired. What do you think that's saying? I think it says we are fearless. And again, I hear we are helpless. I hear something. We are something less. It's it's we are less. You're yeah, right. something yeah. for sure. We are fearless. Yeah. We are helpless. Could be either one. And uh, again, that's just a very creepy, creepy thing. Maybe one Why, of the... How could it say one thing and then also say the other? And I, you explained this to me as it being layers, you know, and, and, and we're not dead. Nope. We're not communicating with spirits. Um face-to-face, so who knows how they communicate. And and this speech pathologist that I've read quite a bit upon, um, he also believes, too, that a lot of times we may say one thing, but we mean another. Uh Like like maybe you've got a blue sweater on today or sweatshirt on today. I may not really like that, but I'll say, hey, that's a nice sweatshirt. Looks good on you. And maybe I don't mean that, you know, and then it it says something in our subconscious. My my clothes, thank (laughs) you. All right, uh, this is a humming sound that we picked up from the hallway. Maybe they never had a great teacher like Mary Johnson in the moment. That's right. Mr. Wilson. Did you just hum? No. Did you just hum? So this is when we're having a conversation in that hallway. There's a story we're going to tell about the hallway, something that happened that freaked us all out. And and, and we had the clip of it. It just we can't find it. But we're in this hallway, the four of us standing there talking. And behind us talking, you hear this, you know, just, just this weird hum. Maybe they never had a great teacher like Mary It's right before Mr. Wilson. Yeah, yeah, is said. yeah. It's yeah. Mr. Wilson, and so it's it's it's, go, it's talking while we're talking. Yeah. Um. Now, uh, you want to tell the story about what happened at the top of the steps while we we're standing there? Oh, having yeah. Having that conversation. We're we're having a conversation about you know some of the stuff that had just right, happened. Right. You know, and while we're standing the four of us, I mean, we're just kind of standing around facing each other, 
and we're standing at the bottom of the staircase. By the way, that's Larry's phone going off during the podcast, everybody. It's not uh, <laughs> It's not anything uh, EVP. That's, it's not mine. Yeah. It's got to be yours. <laughs> uh, but anyhow, um, uh, we're standing there talking, just some of the things that went on, and all of a sudden, something from above us dropped and hit the floor. Actually, Downstairs. It, went, it went all the way yeah. down to the next floor down by us, yeah. past us. And it sounded like a nail dropping or something, you know, or glass or something. And and we searched all over and found nothing. Yeah, we walked know? up and down them steps and yeah. with the flashlights. I think we even turned the lights on we because did. we were like, we did. guys, something fell. Yeah. And we were standing still. And there was nothing on the floor to be kicked or moved or right, anything. Right. So that that was a pretty creepy moment. Yeah, it was almost like something was dropped trying to hit us maybe, but missed us. Or These last two clips are just random clips from the uh, Farrar Elementary School in Farrar, Iowa. Um, random clips, we don't really know what they say, but we're going to play them for you guys and see maybe what you think. And if you think you hear something, let us know. What do you think? I think it says possibly two things: hey there or hate them. One of the two. I yeah, mean, hey yeah. There, I, I, I hear the. Th- I hear that. I mean, I hear. I, but I just don't hear it clear enough to where I mean, it's, right. it could it be could, hate it could be there, anything. hate there, hey there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then here's the last one. I think it's a real quick get out. <laughs> Again, get out. like, I don't know what it says. To me, it sounds like a growl or a bark or just a loud, loud noise. But, it, like, you hear that. I mean, yeah. it's, we, and, and again, I, I Play it one I, more time. You, I, you can hear, to me, get out. You could hear oh, get out. You could hear doubt. You know, there's something is being said, but it's just a lot of these EVPs we record. You, you'll never know what they say. Absolutely, man. That is uh, season two, episode three, the Farrar Elementary School. Again, give that website one more time if people are interested. Um, it's the uh, Har- um, Haunting at Farrar, and then I'll spell it for you: Haunting at and then F A R R A R dot com. Yeah. And I think we want to go back again. Yeah. I mean, I think we need to have Mr. Wilson uh, substitute teach again in Try that classroom. Again. I mean, just stay in that room all night, you know. Try it again. But um, um, if people, they can schedule their own investigations there. Right. You know? and, and, and something we didn't talk about, because there, there's just so many stories and so many things that happened and went on. In my memory, you know, when we get taken back to 2013, I start remembering other things. But I also remember when we were down in that boiler room area, it, it, you know, next to the gymnasium where that janitor uh, was allegedly uh, abusive to to kids and and uh, in, in in multiple manners. I just remember being in that room, and remember there was that door that kind of went to the outside. Yeah, it went to it went to the gymnasium, didn't it? It couldn't open. No, it was like the, oh, door the other went door. to the outside. Yeah, it was like, like a storm door, like a back that had, door that had yeah. like a metal thing, and and and. We we the wind started picking up down there too and making some crazy crazy sounds out yeah. there. And I remember I forget who it was, but somebody said if that door opens up. While we're down here. Because remember, when she gave us the tour, she said, that thing's been locked, it's sealed, there's no way to open that door. Right. But we thought, for some reason, while we were down there, don't you remember, we thought something was going to open that door. Yeah. Like, this is you not You had that good. impression. Yeah, like, yeah. this is not cool. And and so that was kind of creepy. Uh, we didn't even talk about the doorknob incident with Sarah, so we need Why to not? share that real quick. Yeah, let's do. Um, this was on the second floor, if yep. I remember right. Yep. 
And um, we kind of we pretty much stayed together the whole night, but we uh, kind of wandered off. And Sarah well, was because because I, I led you into it. No, because this is when we ran upstairs from the auditorium. We heard that noise above us. Right. That's why we all went up there. Well, yeah, we. Oh, you were talking about that. I'm sorry. I'm talking about a different story. No, but I'm leading into that story. That's how we all got up there. So we're right. all four of us are so in we're that down, auditorium. We're down to, down to the janitor's yeah. room. Uh, and I'm sorry. We're all in not in the auditorium. We're in the boiler room. The boiler sorry. room. We're down there and. Uh, and we'd heard some like creaking and stuff, but we kind of thought it was the you know the eaves or whatever. But anyhow, um, all of a sudden there was a loud noise, and we just took off and ran upstairs because it sounded like it came from the first floor. It sounded like a desk being drugged Something. across yeah. the floor. Yeah, and, and we all four ran up there. And we get up there, you know, and then there's nothing. And this know? is the room where that happened. This is where the the, the room happened with with the doorknob. Yeah, and so. Um, I can't remember why, but Sarah was looking at something else, and the three of us, uh, Chris, you and I, we decided to play a little joke on Sarah, and we hid out in this one classroom. And the thing about the door was, I mean, you can open shut it with no problem, and, and it, there's no way to lock it. No. And uh, so anyhow, we, we shut the door, but we were real quiet, and you hear Sarah in the hallway, hey, where are you guys, you know, kind of, and she's getting a little nervous. And then she figured out, I think she heard one of us chuckle or something, she figured out which room we were in. And so all of a sudden she, you know, she tries to open the door and she's jiggling the doorknob and it's locked. She can't get in and there's no lock on the door, No, you know? And she goes, all right, you guys, come on, let me in, you know? And, and finally we got over there and finally it, it, it opened, you know, and she was able to get in. We had in. to open it from the inside. Right. And then we tested it after that. We're like, how could that lock? It, and it didn't and, lock. And so we did it again and, it, and we couldn't get it to do the same thing. Yeah. And if you'll remember on the way there... We stopped at a, a truck stop yeah. because Sarah wanted to get a charger for her phone. Mm -hmm. And when we were there, we decided to use the I, I decided to use the bathroom. But anyhow, I went to use the bathroom door, and it was one of those kind of swinging doors that has a little metal plate, you know, yep, on the, yep. where the door handle would be. And I took my hands and I shoved the door, but it was just like a dead <laughs> stop. The door was like locked. Couldn't get in there. So I look around. There's, you blamed it on me. Well, I thought maybe you were in the bathroom. <laughs> and then I see Chris coming. And so anyhow, Chris passes me and he walks, just opens the door right up and goes in. And I'm thinking, how's that happen? You know? So I walk in the bathroom with Chris and I said, hey, was there somebody in here? You know? And he said, no. And I said, well, was the door wasn't locked? And he goes, no. And he said, look, there's no lock on the door, you know? <laughs> but uh, I tried to get in that door at the truck stop of the bathroom and it I mean, I was a big guy back then. I was bigger than I am now. <laughs> I weighed about 230 then, I think. And I couldn't budge that door. And yeah. Chris just shoved it open. But that was really weird. But it kind of went along with uh, what happened to Sarah at the school. Yeah. So again, guys, like we started off with this uh, this podcast, you know, one of the most, if not the most intelligent altercations and, and activity we've ever yeah. had at yeah. any of our investigations. And it was fun. And I think, you know, if somebody would say, I'll give you one place that you've investigated over the years, this would be the last place you can investigate and to try to get activity. I think it'd probably be Farrar. Yeah, you know? Farrar definitely think, be, I think I would go there. yeah, definitely. It, it'd be in the top two. Yes, it would. Top two it for would. sure. And, and and I don't want to say that the one next week, episode four is going to be in my top two, but you know, I want to go back. Yep. And it is also totally different than the Farrar school. Yes. It is not a good place. It is not a positive vibe. At all. No. I don't care if the lights are on, if it's daytime, nighttime. It's the real deal. It is the real deal, and uh, we're going to be talking about the Sally House yeah. next week. Yep. Look it up if you want. Go be ahead. Be careful looking it up, because yeah. I've heard stories of <laughs> yes. people that just look into it start having things happen at their home. Absolutely. So that'll be uh, next week for sure. That's uh, Season 2, Episode 4 of the Sally House, but... 
Hey, man, good job on episode three. That was a lot of fun. And I, and I don't mind that this one went too long because there was a lot to listen yeah. to and a lot of EVPs. If you guys heard something that we didn't hear or you wanted to say, hey, man, I heard that, let us know on Facebook. Uh, you can follow us, the Paranormal Pursuit podcast page on Facebook, and also follow us here on 997themix.com to get all of our updated podcasts. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in again next week as Bonds and I once again unravel more mysteries of the paranormal. Until then, happy hauntings. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.